Welcome to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation. The podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo. I am a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here, we take you to the next level of your journey mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Hello, welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. (laughs) How are you? What's going on? I hope you are well. I am ready to take on this new week and I hope that you are with me. I sprung out of bed this morning. I was ready to just I don't know. I just felt the energy of goodness and I feel that it's going to be a good week of attracting good, positive things for many of us. So I hope you are on board with that. We must manifest this to happen. (laughs) I do want to just say thank you quickly to my dear friend Jim for allowing me to use his studio. I have this wonderful equipment here in this quiet space. So thank you for that, Jim. And yes, we're going to talk about how we can be so blind to our own potential. I'm excited to talk about this. I think a lot of people can resonate with this topic or they will. And this is something that I think so many people struggle with. So tonight we're going to talk about what does it mean to be blind to our own potential? You know, how common is it? And why do most of us suffer from this? How does it manifest in our personal lives, even in our professional lives and in our social lives? You know, we all have blind spots. And the thing about it is that this blindness can be detrimental to really our sense of self and even in our success in love, life, and in work. So we can be blind to our strengths, the things that we're good at, and we can also be blind to the weaknesses, the things that hold us back. And the most difficult one is blind to how we are seen by others. The national poet of Scotland Robbie Burns, you do know him. You sing one of his poems, Auld Lang Syne, every new year. Put it most succinctly, oh, would some power give us the gift to see ourselves as others see us. It would from many a blunder free us and foolish notions. (laughs) So in other words, if we knew how we were seen by others, we would stop making such an effort to impress them, really. Happily, as we're about to find out, fixing those first two blind spots of strengths and weaknesses will fix the third. So this is because most people, they're 
not that interested in who we think we are. And if they show any interest at all, it's in what we've done, in how we've fulfilled our potential. And that's what this episode's about, fixing our blind spots, the things both um, negative and positive that we've really chosen to believe about ourselves and how these, these personal myths have harmed us and most importantly, what we can do about them right now. So let's first talk about the self-fulfilling prophecies. If you believe it, you will work to make it come true. Isn't that right? And it doesn't matter whether it's a prophecy for a good outcome or a bad one. It's about training yourself to imagine the best, but at the same time, constantly being aware that you're going to have to overcome these hurdles to achieve this. Regard these, say, hurdles as simple problems that maybe need to be fixed and not really evidence that you or the project is doomed. And when you do this in this mindset, difficulties are events, right? They're not character flaws, either in you or in others, really. And this leads to the next point. Stick with it, but really be prepared to adapt. And if you're faced with some kind of unsurmountable problem, you know, rather than throwing your hands in the air, look for a solution that will bring you closer to your perfect solution. And you may have found a better or maybe a more achievable goal. Or you may have found a different pathway than your original goal. And that's okay. The trick is to maybe achieve and maintain momentum. And if you stop, it's harder to really start again. So let's nail down some signs that you may be underestimating yourself. All right? Let's find out. (laughs) Number one, others have to push you. And this one's a big one. You'll often find yourself in situations where people are kind of telling you to reach out for greater opportunities. And why is this? Because they see your potential. And this can be anything from maybe participating in a debate contest at school or even scaling up your business. You're never convinced you can do more than what's on your plate. And then you find yourself getting pushed by loved ones when it comes to growing your capabilities, your interests, your expertise. Okay. Number two is naming your skills and abilities is difficult for you, right? Being humble is one thing. Completely disregarding your, your past successes and achievements, that's a whole nother story. A simple question asking you to describe your skills and abilities can really get you thinking for hours. Simply because these self-doubts come up and they prevent you from acknowledging them. So if you find yourself struggling to come up with this list of your past achievements, even when you've done a lot. So you should really take this as a second sign that you might be underestimating yourself. The third is you prioritize others over yourself. 
right? I know a lot of people that do this and I used to do it. Valuing and respecting those around you is kind. It's wonderful. But constantly kind of prioritizing others over yourself, that's really self-destructive. You know, because it suggests that you, you see yourself not as an equal, but less than others. You often maybe let people go ahead of you, right? Because you really don't readily believe in your abilities or in the fact that you too are worthy of success. Number four is being uncomfortable around people. You know, nervous with that heart fluttering. Is that how you feel when, when you're around people? You may be incapable of enjoying social events because maybe you're too busy trying to make sure that no one figures out you may not be good enough. And that fear of not living up to societal expectations is a dilemma. And it's one that haunts you a lot. This is sometimes called imposter syndrome, right? But real imposters don't suffer from this. You are so worthy. So live it. Number five is jealous of the achievements of others. You often find yourself, you know, looking at others' achievements and just thinking, wow, man, I wish that was me. Or perhaps wishing that you had what it took to reach that, that level when you do have it in you to reach, you know, to even exceed that and go far beyond but you suffer from a lack of confidence and that's what needs to stop. And we have to be careful when it comes to confidence because no one really except the truly arrogant or the narcissistic is a hundred percent confident. Okay. People, most people are like you. So it's about faking it until you make it. And when I say that, I mean really seeing yourself creating what you know deep down inside of you, you you can create. Taking the action, the steps to get there. Imagine, see yourself at that end result. Be humble during the process and quietly confident. And really never talking or thinking yourself down. You have to stay positive and see that. The next one is trouble following a balanced routine. (laughs) So people who frequently underestimate themselves, they're either going to follow a very strict routine so that there's really no wiggle room or They're going to follow no routine whatsoever because nothing really feels important enough for them. Okay. Number seven is poor decision-making. Now, as a person who lacks confidence, you might find yourself uncomfortable in many situations, you know, relying on those around you to make those important decisions. You know, this might be good for when it comes to deciding what kind of pizza we're going to have tonight or the ice cream toppings, you know, 
because everything is just so tempting. But not in an office setting where you really need to speak up for the good of all. We need to be able to have a strong sense of decision making. Number eight is failure to meet goals. So when we're setting goals for ourselves somewhere in the back of our minds, we're indirectly telling ourselves that we're capable of achieving these goals. And that with just a little bit of maybe direction and work, we're going to eventually reach that level. So naturally, if you're someone with poor self-confidence, you might not appreciate the idea of setting goals for yourselves. You know, living and say an unorganized life, just making it through another day might not be the most appealing idea for you either, but the lack of confidence really deprives you of, of setting these productive goals for yourself. The biggest step that you really need to take is to believe in yourself accurately, right? Not too humbly, but not too arrogantly. You believing yourself when you really methodically eliminate the falsehoods that you have decided to believe. Okay. And therefore we should really focus on several things. First one is of course, positive self-talk. Am I good enough? Am I really capable of achieving my potential? You know, and this idea might seem difficult. You got to just stop the negative thoughts, really replace them with positivity. Tell yourself you're capable that you have these abilities to get the things done. What's the worst thing that can really happen? Really? You fail. Failing's great because at least it shows that you're trying. You can always pick yourself back up and try again and again. However many times it could possibly take to get there, just do it. Number two is tone down your fears. Fear is an illusion, right? There is one golden rule of living life. Fears are to be faced at any given time or occasion. There's a lot that can go wrong. Absolutely. People might judge you. Your, your business idea might fail, right? You could lose your job, but guess what? People can also applaud you. You could launch some kind of a winning product, right? You could get a promotion. So don't let these fears dictate your fate. Walk through that fear. You know, and it doesn't mean taking poorly calculated risks, of course, or putting everything at stake, that's really not a reasonable choice. But, you know, constantly sacrificing what you love or maybe limiting your capabilities because of that never-ending what-ifs, these are not reasonable choices either. The third one is recall past success, right? Right? This is very important. Every, every once in a while, sit down and recall some of the past achievements and successes that you've had. All the times that maybe you thought that you weren't capable of, of achieving something, but you ended up succeeding at it despite 
your, you know, negative thoughts. And doing this will boost your confidence. It will help you really to move forward and towards greater things. The fourth one is be realistic. Now, how many times have you really found yourself cringing at something embarrassing you did years ago? (laughs) I can relate to this with some of my older podcasts, you know, some of my older episodes, but hey, I leave them there because it helps me to grow and learn from them, you know? Just don't be embarrassed about what you did. We all have to start from somewhere. And it was another time we were in a a whole different space, different emotions going on. And we were almost like a different person because I think throughout each day, there's something new that takes place that changes us in some way. You know, we gain new information or we, you know, there's all kinds of different things that can take place on a daily basis that can really kind of change our form. So, you know, it's really about keeping it real and learning from the previous mistakes and just move on from that. And the fifth one is celebrate yourself, right? Celebrate yourself every day. (laughs) Some days, It could be, you know, for real progress and growth. Other days, maybe it could just be getting out of bed and making it through another day. That's okay. Not giving up when you so badly want to is what's important. So you must keep going. And finally, be brave enough to acknowledge your weaknesses. Admit that you don't know yet. Okay? And that's fine. Take the right chances, you know, measure your options with your head first and then use your gut as your guide and then your heart. And then you take the time to make sure that it is your mind directing the process, then testing the idea on the other senses, right? And fail with purpose. Failure, again, it's just a data point. This has been proven throughout history, ancient and modern. And as the great Irish playwright Samuel Beckett put it, try again, fail again, fail better, right? Begin and end with gratitude. Money, power, and popularity, they will break you if you haven't earned them. Therefore, give thanks for your, your progress rather than really holding that bitterness for your success is not happening maybe as fast as you'd like. If you haven't earned it, you won't own it, right? Help others. And this is what will teach you the truth about what you really know, what you truly believe based on maybe experience and good data and thus who you really are. Get feedback. Ask your loved ones and, your, and maybe your trusted colleagues. You know, they've been your witness to your growth. Find a mentor. You know, older people love to share their experiences and to even give their advice. And really, if you ask them nicely, it's unlikely that you're going to be turned down. Okay? Still, you know, 
you don't need to depend on the opinion of others completely, but really it's, it's just positive reaffirmations that can really take you through the more difficult times. It helps. And really just, just stop worrying about the mundane things such as whether or not you're liked or not, because the chances are you're almost always going to end up being wrong and it really doesn't matter. Okay. So Hopefully the discoveries that we've uncovered today will be helpful to you. You know, and if you need a refresher on what we've talked about here, you can actually go to our website and read the script there over at ConsciousWisdomHealing.com. You can find that always on the description of the podcast. Okay. And just remember, it's, it's really not what you are that is holding you back. It's what you think you're not. Okay. I do want to say thank you to Jim Cotter and to Mabashir McQueen for all your help on this episode. And I really do want to thank all of you for, for listening and being here. You know, and I know that you get asked this a lot. If you could just take a minute to rate or better still write a review that would be wonderfully kind of you. You can also reach out with the questions because we're going to start including these into the show again very soon. So send an email or a voicemail to my website, consciouswisdomhealing.com. And you can also visit my website at late night talks with amyjo.com as well. So there you have it. I respond to all the polite communications. Okay. Have a great week. Always be positive and stay healthy. Take care guys. Sending love and light.